to the podcast with Michelle Riley, Mike Cross, and Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. All right, we're back, uh, or I'm back, uh, minus Mike, and replacing Mike is Chris Ruffalo for the second time this year. Yes. Chris, how are it's you? Good. It's good to be here. <laughs> it is good. It's, it's act- especially good to be here without Crossy. I can actually uh, talk more. Well, and this is a cross-free podcast primarily because we're talking about an actual sport this time. Uh, right. The, the NBA, not the NHL. Um, we did our baseball thing here and there, and, and we'll revisit that later on. But this is NBA time. We, yep. uh, we just finished the season last night. We've got the playoffs this weekend, yep. and we have a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about, including, uh, by the way, we didn't mention it early on during our prepping, but we should talk a little bit about Stan Van Gundy just as a general topic. Oh, okay. Go, let's lead with that. Go, go with that. <laughs> yeah, Stan Van Gundy um, he wakes up angry. You know, he's kind of like the angry uh, underdog guy. Um, in my opinion, that roster has no business being in the playoffs. Zero. No. In the East. Uh, it's a joke that, that our Bulls are on the sidelines and a team like the Detroit Pistons with that roster, everybody with hyphenated names, is in the playoffs. So, the East. Here are the playoff teams in the East. Yeah. The Cavs, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Hawks. Fine. Then you go the Heat, Hornets, Pacers, and Pistons. Whoa. Those last three, Hornets, Pacers, and Pistons, what the hell? Those, I mean, they should not be in the playoffs in any format. Well, I will say that the, the Hornets, which I don't right. watch at all, they're coached well. That's it. Yep. Oh, they're the well, surprise team of the season. But it's un- yeah, I agree with you, though. And the Pacers – they're also coached well, but they win 30 games in the West. Right. And Pistons, I've, that's coach of the year. Stan Van Gundy should win coach <laughs> of the year. The thing about the Pistons is what they did this year is fine. They made the eighth seed. They limped into the eighth seed. But that's that's their ceiling. That's as high as they can go because their best player is a big, bruising, low-post Goliath. Love him. In 2016, I don't think that's going to win you the championship. That's not going to make you move up the, the ranks too much. I like Drummond, but... Me too. Yeah. He can't be your number one. <laughs> Agree. He can't hit you know the broad side of a barn. <laughs> he can't shoot the ball. I like a guy who can lay some wood every now and then and, and, and put somebody down and own the paint, but... He can't be your go-to guy, and that's why they they can't. That team is just not good. Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond. That just goes to show you how weak the East is if they get in the playoffs. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Speaking of weak, um, I think this guy is my favorite guy to hate this year. I hated him last year. I hated him most of the year before. Uh, But he's. I think he's my most hated guy this year. James Harden for the Houston Rockets. Yep. I don't like his game, and it's not about talent. I don't like his style. I don't like his complaining. I don't like his beard. Uh, I, hate his, I hate his beard, actually. It's unbelievable. It. Yeah. Shave that shit off. But uh, 
So he he has the distinction this year, and I'm glad he got this because he deserves it. Uh, he set the NBA record for most turnovers in a season. That's unbelievable. 374 turnovers this year. An average of just under five, like 4.7 or something. Wow. Uh, guess who he beat out for that distinction? In the history of the NBA. Not ABA, but NBA. Who might have tons of turnovers? It will surprise think. you. It will surprise you. It will surprise me. Um, well, it's a guy who's got the ball in his hands a lot. Could be MJ. No. I I personally thought it could have been Magic because he had the ball in his hands all the time. Yep. Nope. Not not even a guard. Not even a forward. Center? Will Chamberlain? Artis Gilmore. Interesting. 1978 had 366 turnovers. Wow. And Harden had eight more this year. That's unbelievable. That's well, unbelievable. let's talk let's talk about him. So if you remember when you and I talked last year, he was one of the players I loved the most. Mm-hmm. You know, a very unique game, the way he can get to the rim. We all appreciate that. He's we all think it's great. Figure out, yeah. Yeah. But he he's become a caricature of himself. Yeah. Instead of becoming a better NBA player, he's more concerned with his beard <laughs> and his stupid antics and the stupid thing he does when he Yeah. I want to beat the crap Stir out it of him. Up. He does that. Yeah, I hate it. Well, and, and in the off season, he started dating a, Kar- a Kardashian, and he got fat. Well, he also dates porn stars like all the time. That's what he does. Oh, I love like, it. Like it's all hidden in his beard. All his secrets are in his beard. <laughs> How much would I have to pay you to smell his beard? Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> give me, give me, um, give me his May and June paycheck, or his, his <laughs> April and May paycheck will cover it. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, so he came to camp fat. Uh, he tried to play himself into shape. Maybe he's he's there now. I even doubt that. He is, I, without a stretch, I think he's the worst defensive player I've ever seen in the NBA. He doesn't as, give a as shit. a marquee player. Yes, he doesn't yeah. care about his teammates. He doesn't put effort into it. I've never seen a guy um, put in less effort when he doesn't have the ball than him, unless he's doing something with it. Dribbling, 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 uh, the occasional pass or jacking up a shot or some herky-jerky foul-drawing layup. Uh, he doesn't do anything on offense. He just stands around, and it makes me insane. Well, he's the kind of guy, he's relying so much on his talent, yeah. and he doesn't work, that yeah. when the talent starts to fade, he's going to be out of the league so fast. Yeah. 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 I, mean, uh, he's, I mean, with some good coaching – He's fantastic. He's an MVP caliber player. But Absolutely. they didn't have that this year because I don't know exactly how it happened, but, but Mikhail got bounced halfway through the season. And Not halfway he, through, seven games in. Was it seven games? I thought it was early. Seven games, yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. It was um, a joke, yeah. Who? So who was behind that? Do you think it was stupid ownership or was it a player revolt? Player revolt. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was Dwight Howard. Yeah. The coach killer. The coach killer, yeah. Hey, you traded Josh Smith. I'm pissed. By All the right. way, I hate, I hate Mikhail. <laughs> and then they got him back. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know why. Yeah. And Josh Smith led them to the playoffs. Or I not. Guess. He's 
on the bench somewhere. No one's seen him for two months. By the way, I hate Patrick Beverly too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even good. No. Wasn't he the guy who took out Westbrook's knee a couple years ago? Yeah. Yep. That's enough for me to hate him right there. I, I hate him. He's just he, – I mean, I don't get his game. I don't think he's good. No. And he uh, – do you, do you remember back when when Russell Westbrook was under fire with all the fans? Everyone thought Russell Westbrook had to go, yeah. couldn't play point guard. Yeah, what a joke that is. That they wanted they wanted Harden to play point with Durant. Can you imagine that? Yeah. What kind of a clusterfuck would it be with those two guys? I mean, uh, for whatever. It's terrible. So speaking of crybabies, Dwight Howard. Yep. Uh, I wrote down three words for Howard, and that's all I had for the description of him. It was crybaby, spineless, candy ass. I don't even know what order to put them in. <laughs> um, he's been he has done nothing since the Stan Van Gundy incident in Orlando. Yeah. Zero. He's gotten done. progressively worse the last what four years. Yeah, he's not even a, a dominant player. You wouldn't even list him as one of the top 25, 30 players in the league. Nope. It's, it, it's How's that possible? And now he's, try, he's trying to go back to Orlando, or Orlando might be interested in him. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah. Because Houston, he is either done with Houston or Houston's done with him. Either way. Uh, and there's rumors that he may go back to Orlando in some capacity. If they take him back, I will lose all respect for them. I know. Because it's not LeBron. It's not, it's not like LeBron's coming home. It's fucking Dwight Howard. He's never made a team better. N- never. Never. Except Orlando when he was there, but that was the old Dwight Howard. That guy doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. He's dead. Yeah. I, I remember when I certainly wanted him, and I think you wanted him too, on the Bulls before the Lakers. That, that, that was before he was a cancer. Now I can't imagine giving up anything for him. I wouldn't either. No, he's he's bullshit. Yep. Uh, speaking of bullshit big guys, I put this guy down as on my list of uh, uh, most hated guys or why they suck uh, uh, for the discussion here. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> the most talented big man in the league, I think, Easy. easily, right? Yep. Uh, so I wrote down <laughs> cranky, unpredictable, petulant child, can't be trusted. Agree. Did he come from Kentucky? Yeah. Where did he come from? Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Now, he is on, arguably or not, the worst, uh, the most uh, dysfunctional franchise in the league, Sacramento. Yeah. What's up that with that, by the way? Like, what, what's going on over there? I know Georgie Carl is going to get whacked again, which which inevitably, when you hire George Carl, you might as right. well plant his, his right. press conference to get fired. I like George Carl, but he's done. Um, yeah. And... He got fired today, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And so they have Cousins from Kentucky, Cranky. Uh, they have Rondo from Kentucky, who is a train wreck. Um, their owner, uh, what's his name? He's 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 from Russia, but he's not that he's not the Nets owner guy, but a crazy Russian or a Croatian guy. He's fucking up the whole team. They got Vlade Divac in the front office. He's fucking up shit. He's the GM. Yeah. <laughs> Third hold that that team is a dumpster fire and I don't know what is happening over there. 
Um, they, they got real close for a minute. Like they had a minute where they were like, uh, you got Isaiah Thomas, they had you pieces, had Rudy yeah. Gay, and then it just boom, it just blew That's up. That's how it always is with them. They, they they get they get to the point where they're almost respectable and they they blow it. Yes, and they have again. Well done. God, they had Rick Adelman, remember? Yeah, well, he brought I mean, him back. That back in the day, that that Sacramento team uh, with Weber and all those guys, Peja, they were so fun and so good, and they played a little bit like these Warriors. Yep. Uh, yeah, fucking, I, I, I'm still mad about that 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 team not going for further or, or, or lasting longer even. By, by the way, did anyone have a, a shorter prime than Mike Bibby? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I think his prime was about the same as White Chocolate, uh, Jason Williams, right? I think, I think it's about right. By the way, do you remember what, what his tattoo said that covered his whole back? No. Team Dime. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't work when you're out of the league in six years. That is douchey. Oh, that, that, Team you're, on, you're on the winner's podium in the douche Olympics for that one. Absolutely. Oh, my God. All yeah. right. I got two more of people that uh, I've hated this year. Um, and th- I think this is, this is a perennial one for me now at this point. Uh, LeBron. Yeah. Um, we don't have to go through his whole litany of of problems over the years, but I will. So he ran away from Cleveland when times yep. got tough. <clears throat> he had that decision, that, that fake TV show where he supposedly gave charity a bunch of money uh, from the, the, the telecast, whatever. Uh, he joined up with a couple of all-stars, uh, a couple of Hall of Famers likely, uh, to win titles. Yep. Fine. Didn't love that, but whatever. Then he ran away from the heat when things got tough again yep. uh, because he couldn't get everything he wanted. And Riley wouldn't hand over the franchise to him. Yep. And that, that was the big thing. It's been reported now, but it wasn't at the time. That he wanted his boys, what is it, LRMR, uh, to infiltrate the whole organization and be like unofficial, official uh, have official positions within the the, the the team to ride on the on the the team plane to be like ingrained in the Miami Heat these knuckleheads from Cleveland or Akron. Akron, and, let's make let's, right. let's make the distinction right. right. So a shitty offshoot of a shithole, right Great. from the land, the land, the land <laughs> of douche. Uh, so. That didn't happen because Riley's strong and he knows how to run things. He said, "Fuck you, LeBron." LeBron paddled like a baby, and he ran. To, uh, he ran to Cleveland, uh, and he left Miami, an organization that has proven it would do whatever it takes to win a title. It would bring in the right players. It would. It would surround LeBron with people that could help him succeed. And he said, "He said, fuck you." He even. I think he he sprang it on Riley too. Like he surprised he did. him. And cut his knees out, his legs out. Um, goes back to Cleveland. Uh, Where, by the way, they will never win a title. Never. Ever. Never. Yeah. Uh, so he helped organize the trade of Wiggins uh, for love. That's Brilliant great. trade. That's Brilliant, right? Wonderful. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that'll, that'll work out well. 
Uh, well, they just trade for Bill Wennington while they're yeah, at it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Love, I think, is the modern-day uh, Sharif Abdurrahim. Uh, a stat stuffer on a bad team, but on a good team, he's just an average player or a, uh, an above-average player. It's a good way of putting it, actually. Um, what's his name? Um, Sharif. Yeah, Sharif was talented, though. Like He had like a lot yeah. of skill. I think Love is skilled for a white guy on a bad team. He does some things, but they aren't maximized with the, the Cavs. I, what I'm really shocked about him is that he went back. I thought for sure he was gone. So, I know. like, I thought he'd go to L.A. or something, which would have been very smart. I know that LeBron must have promised him something. I, I think he just. I think that he got in his head, that and he didn't want to get clowned by LeBron no. like over mm-hmm. the next. Yeah, I can see that happening. He should have gone to L.A. Oh yeah, of course. He goes there, and then next year. Westbrook or Durant, exactly, or, or both. Or both. <laughs> that'd be, oh, that'd be awesome. Um, okay, back to Cleveland. Trade for Love. Uh, then he undercuts and undermines Blatt from the start. Uh, helped get. I think he helped get Tyron Lue to be on the bench in the beginning to be his uh, uh, assistant coach. Thank you. Um, right. He orchestrated the Tristan Thompson contract to force uh, uh, Cleveland to to dish out a bunch of money for a an also ran power forward because who represents Tristan Thompson? LeBron. LeBron's crew. Clutch sports or whatever he calls them. Um, so they can get some money out of that. Uh, got Blatt fired. Teron Lue is in place as coach. Uh, not that great of a coach. By and the way, then, Teron Lue looks like one of the Cosby kids on Fat Albert. I don't know which <laughs> one, but he looks does. like one of, the, he does. one of those guys. Like, oh, what are the names? Like, Randy or Crazy Larry or uh, like Mushmouth or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, one of them. (laughs) Um, Then this year was the weirdest thing where publicly LeBron is insulting teammates through social media and cryptic tweets. Uh, He went to work out with Wade in a gym on a day off and then published that all over social media to rub it in his in Cleveland's face for some reason. I don't. What is this guy doing? Well, he's he, so this is what he's doing. He's an egomaniac. He's holding his yeah. team hostage. He loves the power of that. He loves the fact that the city of Cleveland is at, in the palm of his hand. He can do whatever he wants because they're scared to death of him leaving. Because they gave him all the power that Miami wouldn't. Yeah. And Gilbert, you know, he had no choice because his team was just in a freaking shitsville once he left. So. His only chance is to try to acquiesce to LeBron and hopefully they can build a title. But the fact is, the fact is, they want a title because of Pat Riley. It's right. evident. Right. Because he's just as talented as he's ever been. Right. But Pat Riley kept all the people from killing him. Exactly. Son of a bitch. Yeah, what Man. would you do? What, what if Pat Riley was not there and uh, David whatever, whoever the, the GM of, of the uh, – Cavs was there. Dan Gilbert, or uh, he's, he's the owner. The other guy, yeah, the, whoever the, the GM yeah. is. Yep. He, he, Dwayne Wade would have killed him. Oh, yeah. Udonis Haslam is crazy anyway. He probably oh, yeah. would kill him. That, <laughs> he wouldn't have taken LeBron's bullshit. No. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, and let's just say this, because I haven't heard anyone um, out and out say it. Every uh, I've heard a few people hint at it. 
LeBron is on HGH. Clearly, yeah. Obviously. So, like that mysterious two-week vacation trip during the season when he went to Miami and disappeared from the team for for two weeks? Yep. That was to get his HGH fix or whatever. And I'm sure when he went down to see Wade for for that uh, uh, weekend uh, with all the, the social media posts, that was tied to that as well. You can see him sort of not be at his physical peak and then he goes to Miami for a couple of days and he comes back and all of a sudden he's the Hulk. Well, if you recall what happened is he was playing at like 270. Like he yeah. looked like he was a yeah. tight end. And then that in the offseason he lost like 35 down. pounds. Mm-hmm. Cuz he cycled off. Yep. And then he went back to figure out whatever new miracle drug there was that wouldn't get detected by the league. Right. And came back and put on another 15. So yeah. he's a little thinner, but exactly. yeah, he was enormous. He was like Carl Malone. For exactly. A while. Yeah, and I'm saying HGH, but it's whatever PED of the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now we get to the most recent uh, on my list here, my hit list. Uh, and he gave us a show last night. Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe Bean. 60 points last night. Everyone that I've read or heard or seen today would have us believe that was a great way to end your career and a f- the, the most amazing uh, last night of anyone's uh, NBA uh, run. I would beg to differ with that. Um, 60 points. I watched, uh, I think, all of the fourth quarter, but I checked in here and there. Um, earlier in the day or in the night, Houston won, so knocked the Jazz out of the playoffs. They had nothing to win for, to play for, and you could see it. They weren't playing defense at all. They didn't give a shit. They were just want they wanted to be part of the Kobe experience that night. Just be on the floor, say you were on the floor with Kobe, and let him shoot his shots. Which, which, by the way, can we stop about stop pause right there for a second? This yeah. on the floor with Kobe, like, why are we calling this guy a legend? Right. He's he's a good shooting guard. He's a reasonable facsimile of Jordan on his most average day. Right. He's not spectacular at all. He's never done anything that was spectacular at all. Nice turnaround jumper. You know, good good competitor, Hall of Famer. But right to even mention him in the sentence with Michael Jordan is an insult to Michael Jordan, to Jason Richardson, to Harold Miner. <laughs> <laughs> to Ron Harper. Wow. Ron Harper, old Curious George would even be like, what the hell? I'm better than this guy. Ron Harper, when he when he was young with the Cavs, he was uh, the poor man's Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Bryant, no signature move, no signature shot. You don't remember any specific thing he ever did except be on a team that won. And, uh, and running Shaq out of town. Running Shaq out of town, exactly. And there's that thing that happened in uh, uh, Colorado. Uh, oh yeah, there's that. A rape allegation that he, I'm sure, paid off in some way. Um, yeah, so he's got a 20 year career impersonating Jordan. Yep. Pretty good impersonation, but a far cry. Yeah. Uh, I listened to, I think it was Jason Whitlock today, who's an amazing asshole, but he had a good point about uh, Kobe. That he was doing a, a Jordan impression, but he's much more selfish and narcissistic. 
In, in it was very narcissistic, way. yes. So everything's about him. It's always him. Yeah. Whereas Jordan grew out of that as he aged out of his early 20s. Uh, well, yeah. See, like the, the difference is um, Jordan loved to win. Right. Everything was secondary to that. Right. Like be, being liked was important to him, but only to, to make money and to get endorsements. Right. He did not care really if people liked him or not. Right. He was just smart enough to handle his business the right way. He was managed better and he took uh, direction from his management. Right. From David Falk, from you know all the people that mentored him. Kobe, Kobe's always been all about him. Yep. And the difference it, is, you know, Jordan doesn't or didn't care about being liked, but he knew he needed you on his team. He needed you to be engaged. So he didn't want you to hate him. But No, no, yeah. And Kobe didn't care if you hated him. He he wanted his teammates to hate him. I mean, with Shaq and everybody else, he would <clears throat> on the road and even at home, he wouldn't even hang out with his teammates. Whereas Jordan was playing cards with guys every night and he he had a relationship with these guys. Kobe's aloof. He's he's all about him. Jordan, we got to be honest, though. Like, Jordan was very self-serving, too. Oh, no, of course. And his entourage was there for, you know, they were just, yeah. They were were holding, he was holding court. But he was more aware of uh, including other people in his circle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Kobe was just, he's more just about him. And and the the faux humble, the faux humbleness that took place, that's what really annoyed me the most. Well, yeah, this whole year has been a, a a fake Kobe acting job. I don't know what he's been doing this year. Um, yeah. He ran Shaq out of town. Uh, he uh, got the guy that he supposedly wanted or, or the team wanted with Dwight, ran him out of town, didn't work. Um, because of his attitude, couldn't sign Mello, couldn't sign Aldridge. Nobody wants to play with this guy because he wants it all himself. He doesn't care about anybody else. But wait, do we blame do we blame Kobe for Dwight Howard or do we? Oh, Dwight's a knucklehead. But if Kobe wanted to win, he could have facilitated that a bit better. I think maybe. But Dwight Howard is a pussy, so let's just acknowledge that. Oh. Like that he couldn't handle the pressure of incredibly. Having to win yeah, in LA. Yeah, yeah. I think Dwight would have left by himself, but I think Kobe pushed him out as well. Like, yeah. Well, out. Kobe can spot blood in the water. Like yeah. he is the Black Mamba. That part I agree with. Like he hates people generally oh, yeah. speaking. He's, he's yeah. a killer, but he's he, he's a problem. He's he's selfish. Uh, yep. So last night, <laughs> Utah rolled over. Uh, I didn't see much defense, and Kobe was shooting from the get-go. Uh, he had 50 shots yesterday. Granted, I'll give him the fourth quarter, he shot well. The last half of the fourth quarter, he shot really well. Up until then, he was dog shit. He was shooting his usual 35% this year. Yep. Um, He is the worst shooter in the league this year. He shoots 35% overall, 28% from three-point range. Both of those are the lowest for anyone with a certain volume of shots. He's the worst shooter in the league. But he shot 50 times. (laughs) The worst shooter in the league shot 50 times in a game. The most yep. shots put up in a game by anyone in 54 years since Wilt's 100-point game. It's amazing. It, 
he's 37 in his last game. What? How? Why? How can you do that? You you just told everyone to fuck off, and and his teammates because they're all kids just said here have the ball, do what you want, you know, shoot a thousand times, doesn't matter. Well, you know, D'Angelo Russell's going to pass him the ball. He's got to pass somebody the ball. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. So. Um, Jay Z was there too. You got to you got to remember that. Jay Z. So Utah laid down. Uh, they they could have played spoiler and pissed in Kobe's cornflakes, but they didn't. Uh, and, and also the refs were allowing Kobe to do whatever he wanted. Uh, I saw a dozen travels, and at the end there, when it was close, and, and Utah could have won. Kobe with the two hand shove uh, on uh, Hayward uh, in his chest and neck to get open to get the ball. Refs saw it. They're not going to call that on Kobe in his final game. So the whole game was just a giant three-hour fraud. Let me ask you a question. Is he coming back? No. Is he coming back in a year even? No. Sure? I think he's physically done. He would come back if he could do it. I don't think he can physically do it. I think he's he, he can't do anything. He can't move. He... That's why he's shooting so bad because he can't get by anybody and everyone knows it. So they'll play up on him to guard those threes. And that's why he shoots 28%. And he, he just can't elevate and he has no quickness and he's fucking 38 years old. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wonder about that. You really think he's going to come back or he could come back? I don't know. I don't know, man. He, oh, he's got the stones to do it. I just don't think he has the body to do it. I think he's just beat up. Another good podcast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Deadspin ran a story about how Kobe... Oh, this is a good one. Kobe was really never the best player in the league at, at any given point. And so they bring up uh, some stats. And it's basically a value over replacement player, VORP. Mm-hmm. And this is not the end-all, be-all stat, but it's interesting. So during Kobe's tenure in the NBA, so every year Kobe played, here is the player who had the highest VORP and what Kobe had. Okay. So the top player was Grant Hill, 7.9. Kobe, 0.1. That's, his, wow. that's Kobe's rookie year. He didn't do anything. Wow. Okay. Second year, Carl Malone, 6.9. Kobe, 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, so this is – Kobe's not Kobe yet. Uh, Jason Kidd in 89 – or 99. 4.1. Kobe, 2.1. He's not By the right way, there. The, the Bucks really laid an egg this year, but we'll get to that later. I know, and it's shocking. Yeah. Uh, Shaq, 9.3. Kobe, 4.7. That's when Kobe's starting to be Kobe. But he's still half of what Shaq was. Yep. Here, So all these are legit players. Here's where this stat loses me. Because they list as the top VORP player in 2001, Steve Francis. Ugh, he was always a mess. I never liked that guy's game. He was a mess. Uh, so 2001... He's, he's doubled up Kobe, basically. I, so I'll throw that year out. But so every other year, uh, since, from then on, 
Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, 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 Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry, and they're all well above Kobe's number, oftentimes nearly double his value over replacement player. So he only won one MVP, and many of those years, if not all of those years, save one, he was never the best player in the league. So he only won one MVP. That's an interesting trivia question. Yeah. Many people would say he deserved more. I don't know about that. I think MJ only won three, believe it or not. Yeah. That's a joke. There was one, if not two of those, that Carl Malone got that he shouldn't have had that Jordan needed those but you know people get bored giving it to the same guy every year I guess I mean you can make a case that LeBron James could have got at least one more yeah maybe I love that Steph Curry's gonna win another one this year though because remember when LeBron was talking about I'm the best player in the league maybe not not anymore dude not anymore your time is over so anyway Kobe uh overrated um not a top 10 player Hall of Famer, but not a legend. Um, people today were saying he might be the best Laker ever. That's a joke. Uh, he's a chucker. He's Allen Iverson plus five inches. Uh, he's a volume shooter, um, a killer, an assassin, but he was not the guy that everybody said he was yesterday. That's, that's all I got. Uh, I, I agree. He's. Uh, I agree with your comment. That he's not a top ten player, especially. Yeah. Like, you look at the top ten players of all time. I mean, shit. It's, you you can name you can name four Lakers that are better than him. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Kobe, right. Shaq, then Kobe. Right. He's sixth best Laker of all time at a minimum. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I don't get that. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, Hall of Famer, easy. He's um, He played with some great talent. If you add Shaq, yep. if you subtract Shaq, if you subtract Gasol, he's um, – what is he? I know. Well, and that's another thing I want to bring up, and it's more of a, it's more of a slam on Phil Jackson than it is uh, on Kobe. But the last year Phil coached the Lakers, they had a team that included – Kobe, Gasol in his prime, a healthy, motivated, uh, up-and-coming Bynum, who was a beast then, and they got swept out of the playoffs. Swept out of the playoffs. Bynum, though, man. He tanked right after that season, but that season he was a beast. He was. I've never seen... A rise and fall as great as Andrew Bynum. Unbelievable. That Lazy of... piece of shit. Lazy. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he, could, he could have been Shaq. He could have. He could have been Dun- Duncan and Shaq combined. Yep. Good hands. He was good. He was terrible. How about Shaq for lazy? Shaq, <laughs> to me, is a top. He's top 10 of all time for sure. Yeah. And he could have been top of all time. Right. Oh, of course. Lay off the Twinkies. God. Yeah, he's a cream puff. He looks like he's going to die. I know. He's got to be 450. He looks huge. I know. Oh, a couple of years ago, uh, he and Barkley were always jabbing each other. 
and they were talking about who is stronger, I think. And Barkley's got 10 years on him, right? I mean, he's got to be 10 years older. Um, and I think they went in and did a bench press competition. And, I mean, sh- I would think Shaq would win that just on body size alone. Yep. And I think Shaq ended, like, his, the most he did was 325 or something to that effect in the bench press. And Barkley kept going, and the last weight he did, but he could have done more, he stopped at 425 or 450 in the bench press. Barkley? Barkley, in his 50s. So, yeah, uh, Barkley was much stronger than Shaq, even though he's 10 years older. And that's... That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And it's it's a crime against humanity. (laughs) Yeah. Shaq, come on, man. That's why you, you... that's why you're not Kareem. Exactly. Right. Let's move on. For the rest of our NBA podcast, listen to part two. Please follow us on Twitter at Irish Podcast. <laughs>